Hello and welcome to the Cambridge Writing Retreat's brand new podcast, 30 Poets. We can't run our courses or retreats at the moment, so we've been thinking of other ways we can stay in touch and inspire you, even if we can't see you face to face. And what better way, we thought, to bring a little sanity into these crazy times than by having some fabulous first-class poets read their poems. So, throughout the month of flaming June, we're going to light your little lockdown fires with a daily poem. You can also read the poems on our website, cambridgewritingretreat.com. We think it always adds an important dimension to see the poem on the page as well as hear it. This way you can ponder on the form and the line breaks and the layout while listening to the poet read their work in their own intimate and inimitable way. A full list of all the poets taking part this month is on our website and Facebook page where you can also read a little more about them and in some cases see videos of them reading, so please do take a look. We'd like to say a huge thank you to all the poets who've taken the time to record their poems for us. It's been a pleasure working with you and we're delighted with the results. Thanks too to Harlow Arts and Entertainment for allowing us to use their music, Awaken. Poetry is a gift of truth from the heart of the poet, wrapped up in words. We hope you'll enjoy and treasure each and every one of these beautifully crafted gems. Lisa Kelly's first collection, A Map Towards Fluency, was published by Carcanet last year. Her poems have appeared in Stairs and Whispers, Deaf and Disabled Poets Write Back, and Carcanet's New Poetry's Seven. Her pamphlets are Philip Levine's Good Ear and Bloodhound. She's chair of Magma Poetry and runs poetry workshops at the Torriano Meeting House in Kentish Town. Here's Lisa Kelly reading Darling. Darling. I know you think me insincere, how everyone I've ever known whose name I didn't know, I've called darling. How you always told me to kill all my darlings. Darling, I learned my lesson from the greengrocer and the brown bag of Granny Smith's he parceled with a twisty flourish of little-eared corners spinning the paper-enclosed green globes, calling me darling, how, despite the long line of customers, all of us darlings, all of us potentially desirable, despite our anonymity, despite this long line of affectionate terms, my heart flipped like a little eared corner of a paper bag when he unaddressed me as darling only to burst through the paper-thin hope of connection and roll away past the post office, past the sweet shop, on towards the little patch of concrete confettied with wood chips, scattered for anyone who might fall from the swing. Darling, that swing, do you remember how we once sat facing each other, our legs looping around and over, a crab-like beast with eyes on each other's stalks. Do you remember, darling, how we recited lines from The Tempest, my favourite play, and his and mine loved darling? A double darling, doubly desired, and yes, my darling, there is something daring in regretting calling you darling, only to do it over and over. And although I was intent on playing Ariel to your Prospero, I was more Trinculo to your Caliban, hiding under a gabardine, sheltering from the rain, which fell like little darlings on some monster of the isle with four legs.' 
darling is only uttered once in the play by Prospero. As we forget who we are and what we meant to each other, only recalling that our bite of apple was never bitter. Darling, can I call you darling? Thank you for listening to today's poem. We hope it gave you food for thought and a little solace in these strange times. We'd like to hear what you think of the poem, so please leave us your kindly feedback on the Cambridge Writing Retreat website or Facebook page. If you're enjoying the poems, do subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating in the Apple Podcast app. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Oh, oh.